0: guys pete from project sapient listen up special episode iman went down to florida i couldn't make it he went down to do something awesome called operation airborne for vets those motherfuckers jumped out of world war ii planes they had an awesome time but he also had the owner of till valhalla Corey schaefer he had him on the uh, right there with him and they went and did an episode right at Corey's. Factory or warehouse, or whatever kind of awesome operation he's got going on down there. So, what you're about to hear is the episode that they recorded together in Florida. I'm jealous. Good job, guys. Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution. In no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy.
1: All right, all. What's up? What's up? Simon from uh, Project Sapient here at lovely Florida. It's not cold where... It's not cold here. It's cold back home. Uh, But I'm uh, special episode today, uh, especially with uh, Operation Airborne for Vets. Uh, It's been kicking off really nice and smooth. Uh, Everyone's jumping, having a great time. Uh, So without further ado like to thank our tens of thousands of listeners worldwide and check out our awesome supporters and sponsors. Uh, here's the list, gonna be A, Police Supply, DCD Automotive, which is the Bach Group, New Car Group out of Mass and Delaware, uh, Vector uh, Protective Barriers, Jim Junkies, Habit Journal, our partners at Profiles in Havoc, Second Mission, Live Boston 617 OD Kit, Gun Track, Fit Cops, 22 walks, and Joint Operations. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. So today, we got a really, really special episode. Uh, We got, uh, I'm actually here at Till Valhalla, uh, which is really, actually, it it was an amazing event here. Sorry, Corey was walking all around me, and I'm like, what's going on, my uh, ADD? uh my add hit me so <laughs> uh hey you hear me all right Cor? yes sir how are you right. doing good oh let me there you go go ahead <laughs> hey how you doing <laughs> good good sorry a little uh gotta jerry rig the setup a little no you're good man uh but uh yeah so i was just telling our listeners i'm over here uh got invited out by uh by you and and pam and uh, such an amazing time here just to see also the building of the plaques today absolutely i mean it was uh it, a was, remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was a great turnout yeah yeah uh, great turnout yeah i was saying it's uh really cold up in mass and uh it's nice <laughs> and warm down here so i'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah
2: i saw some people struggling pretty bad but uh, um but everyone pulled through and uh it was it was really phenomenal and uh there was there was a lot of um you know a lot of tears and a lot of good emotion in there and and I'm just glad that everyone pulled it together the way they did.
1: Wow. I mean, Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really cool. Even um, writing the messages and, and all that. So it, it, it was actually really cool. So what I'd like to do is tell our listeners and followers who uh, know we're, what, you know, we're down here doing Operation Airborne for Vets and then met with you uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Before we came, yep. before we went to uh, Dundall and uh you gave us a little history and tour of the whole facility. I mean, remarkable facility, what you've built from, which you started at your house and now you've-
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so started, um started in the garage 2017. Um, it, it really wasn't anything big then. It was really more of a, um, it was really more of just a hobby, you know, as I, was, as I lost my guys and I started making memorial plaques, um, you know, when I would get home from work. And it, it really, you know, once we, once we decided that we were gonna take take it on as a business and uh, as a mission model, you know, it really, uh, that's when we started to uh, snowball into what we're here, you know, what we're in now. I mean, um, individual shops. I mean, we've branched into seven shops in five, five years.
1: Talk about fast growth, huh? Yeah, talk about a lot of moving, <laughs> for sure. Um,
2: logistically, been a nightmare, but, uh, you know, for these, for, you know, for growing a, a company and growing some, and, and, and growing the team you know, it's been a remarkable journey, so.
1: That, that's awesome, and and so you started 2017, you had friends who took their lives, uh, fellow veterans took their lives, you made those, you started making plaques for them? That, that's kind of when you started it?
2: Yeah, so um, when, when so I, I served in Afghanistan in 2012, and then 2013, and you know, we had lost, we had lost guys to suicide before I had exited, so I had exited in 2015, yep. um, but one of my best friends ended up taking his life and I and I really didn't expect it oh, well as as nobody does but um, yeah. you know it I really didn't expect it you know cuz he was he was usually the one that was uh keeping everyone's energy level up and kind of keeping their mental health you know in point you know on point so yeah. um you know so when it happened it really took a lot of us by surprise and uh you know so that one you know that that hero was the one who 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 really or it does that <laughs> <laughs> well, who really uh drove it home for me and uh um you know so that's when I made my first memorial plaque was in his honor and then after I made it in his honor I kind of opened up that 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 uh you know that urge to keep honoring I'm like you know well if I honored my buddy Dunstan I'm like okay well now what about Corporal Coy what about Sergeant Beal what yeah. about you know what about all these other guys we lost I'm like I can't just honor one you know so so it, it started the process of uh of backtracking and then continuing it going forward, because you know, so making that first plaque was really pinnacle in getting everything where it was, because you know the integrity wouldn't let me build it for for you know for one of my guys, but not the other. Yeah. yeah. So um, started there, and like I said, here we are now, and, and you know it, it it got around where I was kind of like the free plaque guy, so. Um, you know, my neighbors would come up to me and say, "Hey, don't you still make plaques? Like, you know, how much are they? Are they a couple hundred, you know, are they yeah, a couple yeah. hundred bucks." Yep. And um, I would say, "Well, no, I'm not gonna. You know, if if you lost a hero, I'm not gonna have you pay for it. That yeah. sounds obnoxious." Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I just didn't know how to say no to someone who lost a hero and wanted to honor them. So I yeah. just kind of kept going from there and there, and like I said, it snowballed into a, a position where you know I had to juggle either my um, you know my the business side or if i want to go and keep going on my engineering degree yeah and so i just ended up folding on both of them i quit my job dropped out of college and just jumped in on plaques and said i'll find a way yeah uh find a way or create a way
1: yeah well you created a way i mean uh sure. it's truly uh, also your community uh, your workers your employees i mean you could see they love the mission you 100%. know they, they just really enjoy giving back yeah. Yeah, to the veteran community. And they're most of them are veterans also, correct? Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. So I think we're um we're a little bit closer to probably like forty, forty percent veteran operated right now. Yep. Um, but a lot of that has come through like the scaling back or, or whatever during COVID. But um other than that, I mean yeah, when we get ramped back up we'll be we'll be sixty, seventy percent veterans or, or law enforcement. Uh, enforcement. Yeah. Um a Northern accent came out there for a second. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> you're, <enforcement>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're originally from Rhode Island, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm easily, uh, uh, influenced. So the, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, like I, like I told them today, it's, it, it, it is them. I'm like, TBP is them I yeah. mean, without, without them, you know, it's just my wife and I in a garage with a dream. And yeah. until these people, you know, step up and align towards a common goal, there's, you know, it doesn't exist. So, um, TVP exists because of the people, uh, you know, not really because of me. So
1: yeah, uh, so I mean, it's funny the way the way you say it. That's why I think you know we get we get along because that's kind of the same mentality I always have with anything that I do is not really about me. It's about you know the fallen soldier or officer or whoever it might be. Um, That's why, you know, coming down here to do Operation Able for Vets, you know, it was like three foundations, or or four organizations that put it together, because that's the only way it can be done correct. Uh, You know, we're all veterans just come together, we're, we're all vets, and we're like, all right, let's put this mission together. And we did it, you know, it was more for them. And the, the 10 veterans that are down there doing the jumps right now, they are loving every, which is nice to see. You know, that's, that's the payback to me, right? Like, right. it's not about anything grand or anything like that. Like, it's all about them. That's, yeah. that's what it's about.
2: hundred percent. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, uh, you can have both. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, you know, you, you know, what is it? The hell is it? You can't make your cake and eat it too. Like, oh, Why yeah. the hell not? <laughs> I'm like I can do both. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, at the same time, it's like you can grow a very healthy business with a very healthy relationship towards giving back. Like yeah. you can build, you can build a great organization that is very healthy with giving back, philanthropy. Um, you know, helping people with mental health. Like you can absolutely do that. Don't. Yeah. That was that was one of the biggest things I was force fed to me when I was you know. I was starting was like oh yeah you know you can't have both you can't you know I'm like yeah whatever I mean it, it makes sense like the logic tracks to be able to do it why can't, like maybe you can't do it yeah
1: well that's the thing like I found with uh, Operation Airborne for Vets is you know these three different org- these four organizations have a stake have something that they do that is unique yeah. to the veteran community so instead of each entity working on its own why don't we put it together into one thing yeah 100%. And go, because you have organization. the overall organization, WNR Vets, who's a dear friend of mine who, who runs it. Uh, Dave, a really, really awesome guy. Um, he gives back to the veteran community all the time. He does uh, airborne jumps all over the world, takes World War II. Yeah. Uh, soldiers with him. That's phenomenal. Uh, does D-Day Normandy every year? Uh, he's actually getting ready to do another birthday for uh, 101 year years old uh, Peewee, awesome. who was one of the original paratroopers. Who here you go? Here's a parachute. Let me know if it works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, type type of guys. So I
2: actually, I actually saw one of those jumps. Re- uh, well, maybe not recently, but uh, I saw one of those jumps where you know a a a D-Day veteran. Uh, I think he was you know in his early 100s or, or late 90s and um you know i i wrote a message uh to like my followers and stuff and i said you know imagine imagine being you know 100 years old and being able to parachute into a place that was war stricken yeah because of the actions you'd taken that day you know yeah. I'm yeah. Like, it's, it's freaking amazing oh absolutely you know, to, to even have that in your life in your <laughs> lifetime so you know, it's it's super commendable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, so so you have WNRVs, 22 Mohawks, which you meant, yep. you know. So uh, my my other boy Dave, the other Dave, yeah. <laughs> you know, he he started his mission, 22 Mohawks, just like how you started. He yeah. had a couple of his friends commit suicide, right. you know, fellow veterans, and he wants to he wants to do something about it. You know, that's his passion. Uh, as as is mine, as is uh, the other Dave uh, W and R, and where Samantha comes in, uh, you haven't met her. She's the clinical psychologist who has her own foundation in oh, nice. California that combines uh, psychotherapy with uh, gym, with the gym. Nice. So she owns a gym, has an office in the gym. The clients come in, they can work out, then come talk to her, or talk to her, then go work out, and she assigns them uh, veterans. Uh, who are the, their trainers, whether nice. it's a Ranger Marine, whatever, So you have that veteran connection yeah, automatically. So, so she comes down and she talks to the ten veterans that, that we have about you know PTSD and coping skills and all kinds of different things. And so that's why you know you, you mash all these organizations together you yeah. get an awesome mission, Absolutely. you know? So, so that's kind of where we're at right now with Operation Airborne for Vets. And with, uh, Till Valhalla, with what you do is, is pretty much parallel, kind of like get back to the veterans, get back to the veterans, Absolutely. honor the veterans.
2: Well, not even just veterans, right? Like military and law enforcement yeah, yeah. First responders. Yeah. Like that's what it's, it's like I said, that, that first day where I made a memorial plaque, I'm like, you know, how many other people in the world, you know, deserve, to be honored and I'm like, man, a lot of them. Like yeah. military, law enforcement, you know, paramedics, first responders, firefighters, like, you know, they they all serve and they all do miraculous things while, you know, that that allow us to sleep, you know. Yeah. I'm like, well I was sleeping last night, somebody's house was on fire and somebody charged in through those doors. I'm like m i am like I, you know, I was in my damn blankets. You yeah. know what I mean? So you know to me that's just super, super commendable and it's and it's always uh know, reminisce of, you know, when you're either deployed or whether you're deployed or not, I guess, uh, you're always like, I wonder if people know what we're going through right now, like that type of stuff. Um, you know, I wonder if people know what type of hell happens when they're sleeping.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think, I think bringing it to light, you know, actually talking about it, having the difficult conversations is how we all heal better. You know, when we all talk to with each other, uh, you know, vet, vet to vet, literally, um, where we can... Talk to each other about it because we understand what we went through. Nobody else in this world will ever understand yeah. what it's like to be at war, or For go sure. to war, or any, any of those. Very, very small. Even well, let's hope not. Well, yeah, I know with the Ukraine <laughs> yeah, going on. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's, let's hope they don't find out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, even even as cop, uh, you know, me, I'm, I'm active law enforcement, and even with that, uh, same thing. It's. Um, Within the law enforcement community, PTSD is massive, massive. it's huge. And it's not talked about that much. It's it's kind of like, you know, let's put the Band-Aid on. You know, we'll talk about it. Here's a Band-Aid. If you feel bad, let's go talk. You know, it's it's all Band-Aid stuff. And most of the cops, which I understand, uh, don't trust it, you know, going to talk to somebody because they'll think they'll get on suicide watch and be on the rubber gun squad. And, you know, that's the last thing they want in their career. And it's it's also pride.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not only that it's it's mostly um, it's mostly trying to maintain that that tough guy persona that's always been portrayed in movies. Yeah. Or, or the guys before us, you know, um, you know that's even the same thing of why I know some of my guys had ended up taking their lives is you know uh, we didn't we didn't have you know the most difficult deployment you know only only a small group of us really got into it um, at any uh, larger capacity and and. A lot of them just felt a lot of them felt like that they were you know benched you know mm. what I mean? like mm. and a lot of them felt like you know hey i went here and i trained and I, and I geared myself up mentally to you know to lay it all on the line for my country and um i was never given the chance or you know i'll never add up to i'll never add up to what my seniors were or i'll never add up to you know i'll never be able to have a chance to tell my or, or to show people how great i am wow. and that's the worst feeling um, yeah. It's the worst feeling in the world. You know, I, I tell people where, you know, I'm not a sports guy, but uh, so I might, you know, this out analogy might be jacked up. But, like, you know, like imagine imagine being on a football team and and gearing up for you know, something great like Super Bowl and then never being able to play, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and, and that's, you know, that's obviously putting it on a, a you know, a pot, I guess a relatively positive spin. But, yeah. you know, guys want to fight. They want They want a chance to prove that they're great. Yeah. You know, not only to each other but to, to the world and they want their opportunity to show their greatness and you know one of the only avenues to do that is through serving, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and when people are, you know, robbed of that, that chance or um or, or you know, something gets in the way, it really messes with their psyche. And then and and not only that, but you know, a lot of veterans put on this you know, this like I said, tough guy, tough gal persona where, you know, they feel like oh, you know, I'm not allowed to speak up about my problems or, you know, I'm supposed to suck it up or, you know, I'm supposed to be quiet. And, you know, I'm, I'm so over that, man. Yeah. And that's the reason why my mental health is better than it ever has been is because I've I've given up that, that thing. It's like, I'll tell people when I'm struggling, Yeah. I'll walk into the office and say, Hey, listen, you know, I had a bad dream about, you know, losing my dad again to cancer. And, you know, for some reason, I can't get his image out of my head. Yeah. Um, I'm stuck. I'm messed up right now. Yeah, give me some time. Yeah, and it's like people won't do that. No, people won't do that. They'll 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 sit there. They'll lock it up. They'll put it on that um you know they'll they'll put it on that that jar that sits in every man's chest. Yeah, put yeah. The lid on it, and then they'll wait for one day for it to explode. And it's like there's no need. No, and there there's isn't. and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with saying hey, you know I haven't I haven't quite hit where I want to be, or I or I haven't you know I'm struggling with with this thing it's like there's so much more pride in that but like I said I know what it's like because you know I remember you know getting back from deployment and stuff like that and I'm like you know I've never even hit an IED it's like, why the hell do you want to <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like stop being stupid it's yeah like, well, you know uh, yeah. you know most of my other guys had you know purple hearts or yeah, whatever yeah. and I'm like you know so I'm like man they served way harder than I did or yeah. whatever and then and then you just kind of zoom out after that and you're like
1: why yeah exactly well that's the thing you, you know uh, we, we all had a part to play at the war no yeah. matter what that's what i always tell veterans i'm like listen just because you went out outside the wire every time and never got shot at once doesn't mean you didn't do anything yeah you you're a part of the mission you know you went out there you answered the call when uh, when the call was made and you went out and you served yeah, and just, that's it <laughs> well,
2: uh, you know what i tell people i'm like listen man like i have every ounce of confidence that given the chance you would have done the same thing as everybody else yeah. right like yeah. you know uh every heroic act and stuff like that i mean every single one of my guys given the opportunity um some of them were given the opportunity they, they were flawless individuals and and um you know i'm like everybody would do it you yeah know what i mean so yeah it's like you know you think about people you think about you know those who served at max capacity you know uh you know medal of honor and stuff like yeah. that i'm like i have every ounce of confidence that if i was getting You know, if I was getting gunned down or something like that, you would come in right after me. Like, so, I mean, like, I don't need to, I don't need to see it on your chest. I don't need to see it anywhere else. I'm like, you were bred for that. That's where you want to be. And that's why it bothered you so much is because you never got the chance to do it. Yeah. You know, so it's, I'm like, relax, man. Like you served and it's not about, it's not about getting the chance. It's not about drawing, you know, drawing the short straw or whatever it is. It's about, you know, knowing who you are as a person and knowing that you would be there to do that. And that, that should give you enough solace. Uh, to keep moving forward and, and to build other things but I do know that you know when I got out um, you know it, it did it did eat at me for a while um, and I just had to build something that was greater than my service yeah if, if I didn't man it, it wasn't going to end good so it, it was about being not dwelling on my service but moving forward with it and, and turning it into something bigger and that's what TVP is for me it's like I'm going to be known I'm going to not be known for being a marine I'm going to be known we're building something yeah. that honors heroes, and that's my goal.
1: That's that's pretty much you know again like like I said with with what I, what I'm doing with where we you know this organization what we are all doing with Operation Airborne for Vets, it's exactly that it's yeah. giving veterans the opportunity to find that purpose again I'm you know and, and that's what it is and and just like with um, Havoc Journal right uh, their 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 biggest thing is giving uh, veterans a second mission like find your second mission and go, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever you're passionate about, whatever your passion is, fucking get after it, you know, because yeah. every major company that I've talked to, the you know, head CEOs, all that stuff, they said they love having veterans on their staff uh, or prior law enforcement on their staff, veterans, first responders, he said, because uh, we have a different mentality because when, when we get the mission, you know, and the timeline. Good to go. We'll get we'll get it done. And that and that's what they find a lot with the, their veteran employees. So I always tell vets like, Hey, fucking you guys are prized in the in the marketplace. Yeah. You just don't know it. You just 100%. think, you know, the the world even even in law enforcement, the world would like to make you think that you're, you know, broken because right. PTSD. You're you're a broken soldier, you're a broken cop, you can't do shit, you know? Yeah. Which is far from the truth. And and that's what it is, is kinda accepting who you are and who you became and, uh, or become and just go move forward after that.
2: Yeah. Like set your goal, like set your goals, move forward. And, and like I said, I, I don't know. I'm like the weird, I'm like one of the weirdest dudes I know. Cause it's like, like, I said, I'm not, um, am I glad I'm served? like that I served? Yeah, absolutely. I am, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all that, but, like, I just don't want to dwell on it, and I think being a veteran is, is extremely important, but I, what I think is more important is realizing that, you know, because you, you know, because you, um, you know, got a DD-214, it, it's not an end of your service. Like, you didn't get your value from being a veteran. You got your value from being the guy to have – or guy or girl to have enough balls to raise your hand yeah. to go in there. Like, that's where you got to – you got to zoom the hell out and realize, like, that, that – that, hey – I'll sign up and not know what the fuck i'm getting into <laughs> that is your valuable skill that, yeah. like it's not it's not even whether you got in or not right like it's it's that's your skill that's your that's your that's your value is you're the one that in in a level of uncertainty and, or, or or in a in a world of uncertainty in a world of um you know when shit's going sideways you're going to be the one that's going to pick up you know raise your hand and move forward and it's like that right there you don't need to be a veteran for it. you can do that in law enforcement yeah. you can do that even in the civilian world right yeah. it's like you can still do that and at, at, a mass, at a massive capacity and that's what TVP was right I raised my hand and said, "Yeah, I'll do it." And yeah. it's like, "Oh, do you have a plan?" It's like, "Nope."
1: <laughs> exactly. No, nope,
2: but one will be laid out for me yeah. through extreme persistence, one will show up. Yeah. You know, exactly. I will find it through accuracy by volume.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. And and that's exactly what uh, <laughs> actually I was just thinking. Spoken like a marine, full full volume, <laughs> yeah. just send send it. Yeah, send it. <laughs> Give it <the> beans. <laughs> but uh but uh, no, I, it's that's the thing. It's it's like with law enforcement, like, you know, I found my second mission through law enforcement at first. When I first came home, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, especially uh, having a couple of our fellow vets in our unit uh, get killed, uh, KIA, and I'm wearing, actually, their wristbands. Um, you know, it's that survivor's guilt. You know, uh, one of them, oh, yeah. you know, Sergeant Allers, he, uh, you know, last minute changed direction, fork on the road. We were going to go left. He was going to go right. And we flipped it last minute, like for some, just whatever. We flipped it, and he went down the road that where he got killed. And and you know, it's 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 that survivor's guilt too that eats at people. Uh, not just if they never went outside the wire, they went outside or nothing happened, but those are the ones that also um, sometimes get overlooked. I think yeah. uh, is the survivor's guilt because the survivor's it's it's real. Guilt is real, yeah. yeah.
2: I I I only have it in one situation, and it was just a, you know. Um, and, and thankfully it was, well, I don't even know if it's say thankfully or not, but you know, it was, uh, you know, we were serving close with the Afghan national army and I, and I failed to spot, you know, I failed to spot something that I, you know, looking in hindsight, I should have spotted it. And, yeah. you know, um, four or five guys lost their lives. Um, well, one, I, I don't know if the other guy made it cause you know, he got, he got medevaced, but, yeah. um, you know, it was like one of those things where I just failed to see the suicide bomber and, and. It it and it eats at me. I, I talk to my team leader, but but that's what I'm saying. Is I'll go yeah. talk about it, right? Yeah. You know, I'll I'll not forget, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll repress it for God knows how long, and then one day I'll be like, you know what, it's really eating at me. Yeah. Call up my team leader. Hey man, do you ever have a survivor's guilt from you know whatever? And it'll be funny because he'll be like, no, like, like oh come on man, like, <laughs> I'm like I'm the only one. He's like yeah, well he's like you know sometimes I do, but yeah no I and then I kind of get back on track and I remember you know you know we were kids or whatever. Yeah. It's like. You know, so it's good to go talk to the people, but I'm not going to repress it. I'm not going to go give my wife an attitude because I got some you know deep dark thoughts. I'm not going to go sit in a corner and you know stare under my bro- my eyebrows. So yeah. you know, like if I'm hurting, people know, and I, <laughs> and I make it known. And, and and like, but yeah, that's exactly right. Those like is is survivor's guilt, um, really, really eats at uh, at people. Um, but I mean it's not even war, though. Like, I don't know, at this point it's, it, it just comes down to value. Yeah. It comes down to value. I know people who have taken many lives and who can sleep at night just fine. Yeah. I know people who have taken, have who have never fired a shot in anger who can't sleep at night, you know? So yeah. it's, it really comes down to, you know, how are these people valuing their lives or, or their, their skill sets? How are they valuing themselves? And, um, and that's really the the thing that we have to break is like, I I have to I have to I have to constantly remind people I'm like you know you started you know you might have joined the military and you know was in charge of millions of dollars worth of gear I mean you know you might have uh you know been in charge of like a hangar or you might yeah. have been charge it's like you know but or you know if you were blessed into some sort of leadership role I mean you're in charge of people's lives. Yeah it's like you do all that and then you get out especially if you're infantry, it's like you get out and it's like, okay, cool, cool story, bro. Yeah. Now
1: what? Yeah. Now
2: what? It's like, okay, now I can't even flip patties at Burger King. Like I have no advantage over, you know, over some 15 year old kid, you know, trying to flip patties. Yeah. And that's really detrimental to, to people's pride. Yeah. Um, so that's where it comes down to them. Like you just have to understand that that's where, that's where you're hurting. That's what bothers you. And, um, and and that's where you got to move forward from. That's not PTSD. Yeah, you know, most of the guys I'm making memorial plaques for on a daily basis, I mean, it, a lot of them haven't even deployed. Or, yeah. And Like I said, I know that's not how people get PTSD, but um, it is a source. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of people who take their lives, they're not even combat veterans. And it's like, you know, it's, it, that's where you need to really zoom out. Like I said, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, not, it's not that. It's, it's the type of personality who wants to raise their hand for greatness, never gets a chance, and is so gung-ho about making a difference that if they can't make a difference then they want to leave this earth
1: well that's what i mean uh, to them it turns into uh, what was my purpose then yeah
2: it's like okay well what the hell's the point but yeah but that's why i'm like i I, you know thankfully i was able to find a way where i was able to zoom out and go nope i'll find one i'll 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 find one or i'll freaking make one that's you know what i mean that's the way way create a way but never create an excuse like that's what i live by and it's like so I had to find a way. So, you know, when, when you zoom out and it's like, oh, is great and all that stuff. I'm like, listen, this was, you know, this energy was going to be ch- channeled towards not existing anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you turn around all that anger and all that, you know, pain um, and you flip it towards another direction, you know, you're bound for greatness. So that's what, you know, that would be my word of advice to any veterans listening or anything like that it would be like, you know, if you have, you know, pain or aggression or, or, uh, or regret, it's like channel, flip that over, channel yeah. it towards being great, yeah. you because know? if you're on the fence or, you know, you're struggling with mental health, it's like, you know, you have to channel it somewhere else or else you're just on a path of, you know, destruction. So, yeah. you know, turn it into a path of greatness and it's like, you know, there's really nothing to
1: lose no you mean, i mean, you I mean have everything to gain that that's the thing kind of personal story on my end uh you know one of the memorial days uh, you know years back i i it was bad <laughs> you know it hit oh, me yeah. hard really really bad because i did that i i never really sought therapy and i figured oh, i'll just work out like a madman and then uh see if that helps <laughs> Literally. You know, some, sometimes, uh, you know, working out for me is obviously my, uh, my D load. That's where I'm able to, you know, get, get rid of that anger and you know, that aggression. If I had a bad dream the night before I'm up in the morning already and I go down there, hit it hard and hit it good. And it's kind of like, you know, to me, it's like, I, I'm working my demons, you know, working them out, let yeah. them get, let them get tired. Yeah. But then again, uh, you know, back then, um, even though I was doing that, it still hit me hard no matter what, especially. That Memorial Day, it was like out of nowhere. It was it was really oh, yeah. bad. Oh yeah, I, I hit the bottle bad, hard, really bad, and uh, and it was it was it was a mess. And uh, after that, I w- decided to actually seek counseling. You know, yeah. a therapist. I'm like, you know what, I, I can't just do it like this. You know, I'm. I think I hit my uh, bottom, and you know. Just, sucked it up and went to the VA and and got therapy and, and that's the thing it was more pride and all that shit yeah. and you know I told my therapist that and she's like Yo, you're an idiot well, you're an idiot
2: <laughs> you know yeah, like, and, they, and they always do that too right yeah. like but at at the end of the day um you know it might be weird to say this or it might be one of those taboo things that you know most people don't say is, but I wanted people to know that I was struggling like I didn't want to do I didn't want to suffer in silence yeah. I, I wanted people to know um and that wasn't for sympathy or anything like that, but I was tired. It was so exhausting to try to hide it from people, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, you know, I'm snapping, you know, I was snapping at my wife and she didn't do anything wrong. You know, yeah. nobody ever did anything wrong. It was just me being an asshole, yeah. you know, or struggling. And, well, and
1: well, well, that's what I started doing is I would start telling my wife, hey, I'm not feeling yeah. right give me a, give me a few minutes yeah. and then I, and, and she's been awesome about it ever since i started doing that yeah. she actually appreciates it because versus me not wanting to go out not wanting to socialize just yeah. want to sit <laughs> sit on the couch all day yeah. and do nothing um at least i tell her give me a few minutes and then she's yeah. really good then she'll come back revisit hey do you still want to go out yeah let's go out like you know yeah, after that exactly
2: that's the same way with my wife and you know it it's just uh it it, it was it took a while to get there right like, yeah but it's the same thing with like everybody else. Like in my, my you know, it was exhausting when I came home and people were like, Oh, you wanna go out to eat and I'm like, No, I don't wanna go anywhere with you. It's like, dude, you just got back. Yeah. And like, no, I don't wanna go anywhere. Yeah. Yep. So I wanna be in my safe spot. I wanna be, you know, I wanna be in my room or I wanna be in my house. That,
1: that's how I lost actually a lot of friends when I came yeah. home. They all, they all wanted to go out partying.
2: I don't have any friends.
1: Well, that's, you know, a lot of my old college boys, you know, I I came home and I didn't want to go out. I'm like, ah, no, nah, no thanks.
2: Yeah. And, people, people are just like, you came back they're like, oh, man, you didn't tell me you were back. I'm like, I, I kind of didn't want you to know. Yeah. yeah, kind of want to
1: be left alone. I mean, yeah. It's, but
2: but I, I got to a point where I wanted people to know. And yeah. cause I was like, listen, like I tell my, you know, my family, like, oh, you know, have you been diagnosed? Like, yep, I have. I'm like. Like, do you struggle? I'm like, yep, I struggle every damn day. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, it's, it's not a secret. It doesn't need to be a secret. There's no shame in it. And nobody's treated me any, you know, worse. I mean, yeah. I mean I think people have a lot more supportive. So, yeah. you know, people people are, are assuming that uh, having having troubles with your mental health is, is a sign of weakness. And I'm like, if you if you ask me, it's the exact opposite. I mean, it's a sign of not having an issue, right? Or, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, who, who can see... You know, people get hurt, and who can who can hurt people yeah. and then walk out of that without any sort of anything? You yeah, know? And I'm like that's that's the person you might want to be a little careful of. Yeah, you know. So, but you know, I'm like, you know, PTSD is not a uh is not a disease; it's the lack of one.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, that that's the thing. It, I mean, it, it, in the law enforcement world, right? I can't be like, let's say, yeah, had an incident day before where, where I walked in in and it was a dead infant or or whatever, you know, some something crazy car crash, right. murder, what whatever, whatever I, I see you know, on a, on a daily basis, um, they would, it's almost like you're not allowed to feel. Um, Anything really, because you got to suck it all in. Yeah, because you're, you're, that, you're supposed to. You're yeah.
2: supposed to tuck it in. And and,
1: like, and you're, at your job, you know the the leadership. uh law enforcement some of them are good, some of them are not. You know, the the they, 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 they kind of yeah. Forget about that.
2: We, we struggled with that too. I yeah. Mean, even in my battalion, like people would be like, "Oh man, you thought your deployment was bad?" You know, I'd go out on I'd go into de- go out on deployment and or I'd go out on a patrol at, with 12 guys and walk back with five, and I'm like. Yeah, that sounds fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds but terrible. The, but at the same time, you don't think that I would go out there and do the same damn thing. It's yeah, like, that's why we signed up. You know, well, yeah, I didn't sign up for that, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, like, yeah. I signed up knowing that that was a, a you know, a, a possibility. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't. I'm thankful that you did it, and I'm thankful that you know you pulled through. But at the same time, don't think that I wouldn't do the same damn thing for you. So, yeah. So it's like step. It's like fucking relax, dude. It's yeah. Like, I get it. You're, yeah. you're seasoned. You're salty. And yeah. You know, you you drew, you know, the the, the deck of cards that, um, you know, life gave you, landed you in a spot where you go on a deploy, on a, on a a patrol and come back with five guys. I'm like, that's shitty, but don't underestimate what I would do for you as well. So yeah. just because I haven't been given the chance, you should just be thankful I haven't been given the chance, don't rub it in my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, really, those type of guys, um, those were the ones that really hurt, really hurt, like, I don't talk about that too much, but like, that's really where a lot of my guys got hurt you know because it, it was shitty because um, when we when we deployed when we deployed we had an a an a team and a B team okay and um, because we were supposed to be quote unquote winding down yeah you know that was back in two thousand and twelve um, yep. and and they were only sending they were only sending 600 Marines to go take over an entire operation Jesus which was I was one of the first ones to go yeah so you know when we got there shit was a little sideways I mean we were in Sangin so that place was just full of IEDs yep. um, there wasn't many firefights or anything like that that we got into over there but like it was mainly just IEDs and, and you know snipers taking care of uh, you know HVTs and stuff like that and and that was that was pretty surreal and then you know I went to Kajaki Afghanistan and that's when you started actually getting into kinetic operations yep. and stuff and you know yep. uh, I was point man on all those so like that's just that's where I was so yep. But then, you know, my other guys would come in and it's like, all right, guys, like we're ready. Like they're hearing about, you know, us hitting IDs and they're hearing yeah. about us getting in engagements and like, hell yeah, dude, I'm ready to rock it. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to get there. And then by the time they get there, it's like, nope, you're going to stay on the, you're never going to leave the fob. You know, you're never going to get a chance to leave the wire. You're going to stay here, you know, yeah. uh, you know, help people pack shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. stand post. Yeah. And um, that really messed with them. Know what i mean like you know we're coming back like oh my god this shit was crazy and they're just like uh yeah i, I want to be out there with you guys like yeah. if you guys get hit like i want to be there to help you like yeah. you know and it was this really helpless feeling for them and then you know we get back and then our you know our, our uh seniors and stuff like that would rub it in their face or you know they would oh man you know uh, i don't know why you guys want to go you know step outside the wire because you know you can get killed like there's nothing great about getting killed. it's like yeah we get it yeah i understand but yeah we had a purpose, we had a vision, and we wanted it to be fulfilled, you know, in some way, shape, or form, and to never be able to, cha- you know, get the chance and to be a bench warmer is going to screw my psyche indefinitely. Yeah. Until I can find some sort of way to fulfill that, it's going to screw with me indefinitely. And, and, and rubbing it in the face, like I said, I got to the point where, you know, I was like, I, you know, like... I I don't know. I don't know if you call that thankfully or not, but like you know, I, I did go out there and yeah. do my thing. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, um, as a matter of fact, I led one of the uh, one of the last patrols where, if you like, go on YouTube. I think if you look up like um, Operation Bullseye or something like that, like there's videos of us going out there and doing yeah. our thing. And it's yeah. like, you know, I, I led that patrol. Yeah. But it's like, you know, so I I had I got to fulfill my part.
1: Yeah.
2: And and I. Like I said, I don't know if that's lucky. I call that lucky from a mental health perspective, but then also fuck you over in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. another
1: aspect. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's this
2: double-edged sword of like, you know, we, we, we think we know what we want. And then when we get it, you know, we hate it. And then, you know, whatever, but we just never want to be stripped of that thing. Cause then you, you reach a level of regret. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would've, I wish I would've signed up sooner or yeah. I wish I would've chose another branch. Cause maybe I would've been able to do what I wanted to do Yeah. whatever. So you know, regret is one of the most painful or one of the sharpest knives, you know, uh, in the depression arsenal. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's really just what, that's what hurt a lot of my guys. Yeah. You know, they'd come back and, you know, we would talk about stories or crazy things that would happen. And they're like, yeah. you know, I'm out of the loop. And I'm like, yeah. and, it, and it really, you know, it kills me to this day to like think about, you know, how many conversations I had, you know, around those guys, you know, talking, talking like my, my squad or whatever. And then just realizing, like you know, they, they felt the same exact way. Because even at my level, right, I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not like I was spending, yeah, you know, it's not like I'm hitting IEDs twice a day or anything like that, or I'm not in firefights seven, you know, seven yeah. times a day, like my, yeah, yeah. my team leaders were, yeah, or or uh, my seniors were. So, you know, to me, I'm like, I didn't amount to shit, yeah. And then, you know, but then I just, I like I said, I I just every once in a while I zoom out and I realize I'm like. There's always somebody bigger. There's always yeah. someone better. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, okay, you know, we're talking about these guys where, oh man, you know, I'm not downplaying it. It's yeah. fucking depressing. But, you know, it's like, oh, I went on, a, you know, on a on a patrol and came back with five guys. I'm like, yeah, that's depressing. I'm like, can you imagine D-Day going out? Yeah. And losing tens of thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, an
1: entire platoon. <laughs> yeah. Can you
2: imagine zooming out to World War One? Yeah. You imagine zooming out to you know, God knows what. It's. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not. We need to zoom out, we need to, stop, we need to re-allocate where we put our focus on, where we get our value.
1: Exactly. And, and, and that's the thing I think with, uh, you know, some of the vets that love war stories, like I'm not a really war story type of guy, yeah. but because, mostly because I don't know what the other guy I'm talking to, the other veteran I'm talking to, what they're struggling yeah. with, right? I'm not going to talk to them about, oh yeah, this one time bad-ass, blah, 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 but yeah. like, you know, that's not what it's about, you know? My stories are my stories and my stories alone. I'm here for whatever that veteran needs, you yeah. know, that, or that cop, whatever well, you, they you need.
2: And you probably know from experience, right? Like people will do that. Like people will come up and be like, "Oh, you're a veteran. Yeah, I remember this one time." Yeah. Oh, like,
1: yeah. You get that a lot.
2: I'm like, man, and then like I can't get it on my damn head because now I, you know, I went back into my my zone and I'm yep. like, yeah, I remember that. Like I remember that type of stuff. And yeah. you know, it was, um, you know, it, uh, yeah, exactly. So you don't you don't go up and you talk about your your war stories or you don't do anything like that. And borderline because, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, almost nobody cares. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it, like I said, I've just I've been able to extrapolate and, and pull back. You know where I get my value from. I don't get my value in, in telling you that I, you know, you know, in my my firefights or my ID experience or my deployment. Like that is so. That's not that's not where you should get your value. from. No, no. I get my value by saying, hey, listen. You know, I've employed up to 80 veterans and patriots, you know, across the United States. You know, they all have homes. They all have cars. Yeah. You know, they have children. They have, you know, you're not seeing, you know, jalopies in this parking lot. You see nice vehicles. Yeah. It's like it. I'm able to pay them well. Yeah. We all are aligned in a common goal, and I'm happy with the direction we're going, and, and, and not just for me, but it, it, for them, you know. Yeah. These people are, are – Know, who who have been here for more than a year, you know, they, they came in in some of the most extreme circumstances for Tilba Hall Project. And, you know, now look at them, like they're growing. A lot of them have moved up into these leadership roles and yeah. some of them are, have, have set new paths on, uh, you know, for their lives. And it's like, that's what I'm proud of, right? It's like, yeah. you know, how many, how many people are we helping? And it's like, you know, okay, I've donated, you know, over a million dollars towards reducing veteran suicide. How many people are walking this earth today because... I struggled, or because you know, uh, instead of quitting, I, I decided to move forward, and you know, it's it's just amazing to see, you know, where where a little bit of um, allocate like reallocation yeah. of your energy can go.
1: Well, that's what I I, I always tell other vets and, and cops and whatever you know who, who who lost people or or know know of of it. Um, I always tell them that, you know, it's, it's, we live for them. Yeah. Right? We, we live, They would want us to move forward. Exactly. They would want us to move forward. They would want us to do great and amazing things. That way they can look down on us and, and be happy, you know? and uh, be happy about us moving on us moving forward doing what we do uh, so so that's that's the big thing the, the the that's what they realize they realize that in fact it is uh it's, it's sure a lot more than um like myself or or or, Till Valhalla or whatever it's it's more about them 100% you know and 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 for them you know the the guys that we lost the guys and gals that we lose every day uh we're doing this for them, for their families, for Absolutely. because we understand that struggle.
2: We do. We're doing everything we do in their honor. Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's it. Like exactly. They're, they're, they're part of us forever. And and that's why you know like whenever whenever I jump or whatever I do, you know, uh, You're still crazy. <laughs> It. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is crazy thing that i do i uh, i always do it for them you know because that's what they would they probably don't want me dumping out of an airplane but it's all right i'll still jump out of an airplane and and keep going with it you know so yeah. uh so but but that's what it's all about though it's, it's to honor them we live to honor them and, 100%. And, and and that's as simple as it gets and that's what with, with all these organizations uh that, that i'm working with uh w and r 22 mohawks um and uh, CSRT combat stress uh, treatment—it's uh, called—but uh, CSRT uh, just uh, joint operations. All those guys just together, uh, giving back to the veteran community in their own way, uh, and and it's just amazing to see and to be around that.
2: Yeah, all the time. We, and to re, like you said, re, reallocate and uh, reprioritize where you guys are getting value from. So I mean, you guys have uh chosen to instead of live for yourself to live for other people and that's uh that's a, a great way to keep carrying on a legacy and a great way to keep carrying on your value. Yeah in life. And no, I appreciate it. Health.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean that but that's what it is. It's 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 really not yeah, I don't yeah, I I'll have a personal Instagram page and it's all about me, 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 me and look at me. It's not about that. Yeah. You know, Project Sapient is about Everybody else. It's about every cop that walks that street. It's about every veteran that deployed. It's about every veteran who's gonna deploy, you know, uh, sometime soon. But uh, but it's that's what it's about. It's about that, you know. It's about them.
2: I think you guys are crushing it right now. Like I said, and you know, I said I hope I have the balls one day to get up and (laughs) jump out of a plane.
1: You will. You will next year. I'll I'll throw you out of a plane. I'll give you five parachutes. How about that?
2: I'll do. it Deal. <laughs> Absolute deal. Five <laughs> parachutes. You'd be like, it's probably worth, uh, probably more of a safety hazard. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit.
1: Oh no, it's it it's fun though. It's fun. Yeah, and 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 though so that jump though, that like I told you earlier, uh the smile on the faces of these veterans when they land and them be you know, thanking it, it, again, it's not like oh pet on back for me. No, this is this is for them.
2: Still I mean you it, know? it's still commendable and you should be I said, and it comes down to that whole, that's the other mentality that I'm, I, I hope to get more veterans out of. Like, give yourself a fucking pat on the back. Sorry.
0: Give, <laughs> no, give, no,
1: you can give,
2: swear. Give yourself, give yourself a pat on the back. I mean, it's still great what you've done. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's great what I've done. I've built yeah. some amazing things. Oh, yeah. With, with some amazing people. And, and that's where I will, I have confidence in saying that. I mean, yeah. and, and we should too. It's, it, and it's extremely commendable to do things for other people. But at the same time, don't forget to give yourself the credit you, you deserve because that's also, you know, what will keep you moving forward. It's like, are you proud of yourself? Because if, if all you ever do is just serve other people, you know, it might not, you know, it, it might not check all the boxes for you. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, at the end of the day is like, you know, a lot of people will say like, oh, I served you know, just for my country. I'm like, well, I served for me too. Yeah. It's like shit. It's like, I didn't just do it for every, you know, for everybody else. Like I got, I did it for me. I wanted to see who I am. Yeah. I want to see what I'm made of. I want yeah. to see if I'm valuable. I want to see, you know, if I have the guts. And I'm like, telling
1: you that that's like the ultimate test for any warrior yeah. is get into the battlefield and your battle tested. Uh, but with that being said, like we said earlier for those warriors that didn't get a chance channel it.
2: Yeah. Channel it, and, Channel and, it. And, and and find out the answers, find out the answers to the same questions, just to a different vessel. Exactly. And that's what I did with TVP. Like, it's like, okay, you know, those late nights, I mean, Tiffany and I haven't had a vacation in four years, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, we literally have not had a day off. I've worked every day. Yeah. Every day. That's not hyperbole. That's not exaggeration. That's not me being like, oh yeah, no, like, um, you know, like, dude, the day where, you know. I was losing family and and stuff like that. It's like I was still there every single day. Yeah. Because this is my vessel. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to see. It's like because it's the same thing overseas, right? You you know when 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 someone uh, passes away or you know even if it's even if it's not part of your unit or anything like that, it's like the sh- shit don't stop. No, you have, No. You have to keep going.
1: Yeah. And absolutely. That's, and
2: that's where I kind of channeled it. I wanted to find the same question, you know, answers. I wanted to find the answers to the same questions of, like, what are you made of? Yeah. When shit goes sideways, can you keep moving forward, or are you going to buckle? Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and I have those answers. I know I will keep moving forward. Yes. And I know there's not shit you're going to put in front of me that's going to make me stop. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. You know, no, that's, bet, I, You know, I'm betting on me. That, that's and, that's and, what it is. And it, I know it comes off, like, borderline cocky, but it comes back to, like, I understand my value now, and now I know the answers to the questions that were most important to me. You know, I wanted to see you know, what do I do, what do I do when my mental health is poor and, 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 you know, do I, like I said, do I fold, you know, what do I do when it comes down to profitability versus mission? Do I focus on profit or do I focus on mission? And I know obviously now, you know, it's like mission. Yeah. I, do I maintain integrity under pressure? Yes, I do. And it's like, that's, I have the answers to the questions I wanted to know all along that I was supposed to get out of the military that, you know, I might not have been able to check those boxes. And that wasn't what's important to me. It's like, What, how do I want to measure myself up? do I want to measure myself off you know high integrity? do I want to measure myself off of my extreme persistence you know and, and so those are the things I value i value my I value my persistence uh, i 'm not a very smart individual but i 'm just persistent yeah like that's that's all it is and it's like so I, I know who I am as a person now because You know, maybe I wasn't given the chance to go charge a machine gun hill or something like that or, you know, uh, pull some guy off the X in the middle of an ambush or something like that. Like those are the ultimate tests of integrity and how you're going to handle pressure and how you're going to value things. But most people, whether you're in the infantry or whether you deploy or not, will never even have that chance in the first place. Yeah. So if you are, if you're having questions about who you are as a person you're always questioning that stuff. Like you have to go find that vessel to go figure it out. Exactly. That's why a lot of people go into the, to law enforcement, right? Yeah. Because you might be giving that same cir- circumstance or same situation, but yeah. well, you can find those same situations in business Oh yeah. or, or running a mission. Yeah. You know, uh, when, when it comes down to, you know, someone needs help with something. Um, and, you know, like, like meeting you on a Sunday, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, there was a ton of work to do, there's stuff to do, but it's like, would it have been easy to say, now I'm not going to link up with them. Like, Hey, yeah. you know, just tell them I'm busy. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Pam, my assistant, Hey, do the tour like a hundred percent. Yeah. But by integrity, you know, it's a test of integrity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get my ass up from my workstation and I'm going to go hop in the car. I'm going to go drive an hour. I'm going to go meet this man. because He's a badass. <laughs> no, oh God, you know, I'm going to go meet this man yeah. because you're, you're, you know, you're showing interest in my mission and what we do here and, and it, what you're doing is very respectable. So it's like, yeah, get up. So yeah. it's like, you know, you're, you are you're always navigating. You're yeah. always navigating who you are as a person, and that's what life is. You know, yeah. it's like you're always navigating your personality and seeing. You know, do, do you have that integrity? Or are you going to take the easy way out, or are you going to keep? You know, are you gonna that, keep going against the grain. Right. That's
1: the biggest thing. Like with me, with let, let's say, you know, when I work out, it's that last rep I want to get in. And yeah, sure, I could be lazy and be like, eh, you know, I'm getting tired, I'm yeah. all done. But in my head, that's not who I am. Right. That's what I learned. Right. This is what I learned about myself is that's not who I am. Whether I'm getting smoked, (laughs) you know, during basic or during boot or during getting smoked during the police academy, I never break. I I, I never break. I just have a smile on my face and I just keep going. And that's the determination in me to just see something through. Right. And and that's what, like you said, though, you you channel that. So me, I took that out of law enforcement. I took that out of uh, my military time. And now. This is where it gets channeled, whether it's the podcast and doing Operation Airborne for Vets and yeah. linking up with other great veterans like yourself and, you know, getting to know them and, and see what their mission is, you know, and, yeah. and how it has helped them grow as, a, as an individual, yeah. you know, and also get back to the veteran community. Because in the end, this is what's therapy for us. 100%. You know, my writing for Havoc Journal is very therapeutic. I, I write about my time, law enforcement times, my military times, all that stuff. But it's very therapeutic because it forces me to think about it. And also put on paper where you You get get, to, you don't get to repress it. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not allowed to. So, so this is kind of like the avenue, the channel that I found. So with all the veterans listening out there, veterans and and former cops or even current cops, uh, current first responders, channel, channel, whatever you got going on.
2: hundred percent. Like like I said, figure out what you really want to know about yourself. I mean, figure out why you joined, you know, or why you served in the capacity you did. Like, you know. I said if if you serve in the, you know, in the armed forces and you go in and, and you want to be in the infantry, there is a there is a specific set of questions you want to know about yourself and that's why you stepped on those you know, those footprints or, or yeah. whatever. It's like you and, and if you don't have the answers for those and, and you're now a veteran and you still aren't sure of those, find find the vessel that helps you answer those questions and like yeah. I said, and and when you're just as determined about military service and answering those questions through serving or not just military service, but service in general, you know, when you channel that energy towards something like business or a mission or just something you're passionate about, you will knock it out of the frickin' park. Yeah. And you will crush it because you never worked harder than you did in, in the military or in the first responder or in, in the you know, police academy. You never worked that hard. When you exit, you know, and the reason why you're working so hard is so you can so figure out the answers to those questions. You know, well, it, when you get out still go find those answers. But that, yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Keep
2: going, keep moving forward. I mean, find what you're passionate about or, you know, find what vessel is going to give you the answers to your questions and just double, triple, quadruple down on it. And you won't regret it because at the end of the day, you're going to find out who you are as a person and you're going to find out how to handle, you know, the, the, the crap along the way. Yeah. And you're going to figure out how to roll with the punches and, and really use that and channel that as a, as a vessel, you know,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so we're starting to get uh, wound up for time. But uh, but so we like to end the show when we have our guests on. Um, just if you have a message you want to put out to the veterans and law enforcement first responder community, you know, the floor is yours. So go right ahead.
2: Well, I, I mean, I think I said most of it, but um, at the end of the day is uh, just realize, um, you know, the people who are. Or who are achieving great things in the world I mean there's nothing special about them. It, it usually comes down to being persistent and asking the right questions in life um, and, and, and not and not looking you know backwards for you know towards other people to, to find your value you know you need to find what makes you move and what makes you uh, you know, get up every single day, and, yeah. and then when you find that, I mean, you just gotta double down on it. Like, yeah. there's there's no <coughs> other place in the world where you should put energy, yep. other than finding your purpose. That is should be your number one thing in life is finding your purpose. Yeah. So, um, you know, just zoom out. Yeah. Zoom out. Find out where you want to be in life, and just freaking quadruple down on it. Because once, you know, I, I'll tell you that it's rough. You're you know you're gonna run into a lot of failure, but you have to fail forward. And, um, you know, when the dust, when, you know, when the smoke clears and the dust settles, you're going to find yourself in a lot better place mentally. Um, and and it, it's just going to be a lot better place in life for you. So uh, just don't forget, you know, when you're down, just keep moving forward.
1: Oh, all right well truly appreciate your time Corey, and also inviting me to uh to your facility here and uh we'll be talking a lot more so i truly appreciate it
2: 100 man all right
1: bro
0: there you guys have it that was iman from project sapient i wasn't there i mean i was invited i can't yell about it but also Corey schaefer from till valhalla total honor to have this guy on our show when I listened to the edits of everything going on, when I listened to the, uh, the raw audio, sorry, it was amazing. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. We love you. Stay safe. Stay sapient.